Hello and welcome to the Sunday Slate. New partner, new member of the Every Morning Quarterback Locker Room. Shout out Spags. We're happy to be here. Um, Fucking A. I'm Casey Proctor. That's Alex Ayers. There are literally, surely zero of you watching. Uh, Guaranteed there's zero. I can see it in the corner. We're going to build that thing up over time. All right. So here's, a, I guess, a quick rundown. Again, I'm Casey. That's Alex. Boys, riders, that's my road dog. And Sunday Slate, we have a good time. We like to drink beer, eat wings, and bet the over. So, Ayers, what would you like to say to just introduce yourself, I guess, whatever, and then we'll just dive right into this shit. Stoked, man. You know, the last we were live, uh, in a sense, was on the podcast for the NFL Draft. And uh, real cool, because today we get the opportunity to see a number of guys um, that we've talked about on the NFL draft, get some, you know, PT on their yeah. new teams here in the NFL. So Sundays are back. Uh, we didn't really do anything for Thursday, but what a hell of a game to kick things off. And now, um, you know, we're just an hour away from another season of the NFL. And this season, you know, very exciting with a lot of the offseason uh, happenings that we've covered. So um, stoked to do this on a Sunday by Sunday basis. Um, why don't you break down what our, our folks, all zero of them, can uh, expect today as we kind of roll through today's Sunday slate. We talk about the bets and what else can we kind of look forward to here um, in the next 20 or so minutes. Yeah, so quick. The Sunday slate was made a year ago. Um, it was a blog originally, just doing gambling content, just rolling stuff out on a daily. And just just getting into getting into what we love putting some time into what we love doing and so here every sunday probably we'll just hey you want to just put this in stone 10 o'clock sundays catch us here we'll lead you into the day you get tired of listening to those schmucks on fox or cbs whoever you're playing on today get sick and tired of them tune into us for 30 minutes leading up to kickoff on the sunday slate and we're going to go over the entire slate who we like who we hate Fantasy stardom sitems, and then we're gonna put together in true Sunday slate form a weekly parlay. Try to keep that shit pretty realistic. We try to make money here, but goddamn, it's a tough game to play. You know, can't yeah. win them all. We dive right in here, Bears. It's the Ravens in New York playing the Jets. Six and a half point favorites. Over unders forty four, minus two ninety five. Me personally, this line opened at seven. Loved seven, was all over seven, loved six and a half, all over six and a half, minus 120, taking taking the Ravens to cover. How do you feel about this? Yeah, this is a great bet. This is definitely one of those that are featured on the slate. Uh, Joe Flacco, not the Raven Joe Flacco, the New York Jet, absolute uh, end point, end game of his career, Joe Flacco. Dust bag, Joe Flacco. Yeah, so, you know, at the end of the day, Eagles legend, Joe Flacco. Um, he'll be taking snaps for the New York Jets. And so just because of that, I'm hammering I'm hammering the Ravens here. I'm absolutely taking the points as well. Um, I think the Ravens can cover. I think there's a little bit of motivation for Lamar Jackson to prove um, that the money he's talking is for real. He means what he says, and he, he says what he does, and, um, and he goes out there and does it. He's one of the game's best. So expect the Ravens to easily coast to a 1-0 uh, record to start the year here against the New York Jets. Yeah, and we got the health back, right? Sorry, sorry, Jets fans. Um, it's going to be a tough one for you yet again. Um, from my from this seat, uh, 
the the Ravens are back to health. That's the big thing. J.K. Dobbins is still wrestling. Gus Edwards still wrestling. But you get fucking Lamar Jackson, dude. Yeah, they started the year off with Tyson Williams. I don't even know where. I mean, Tyson Williams is probably not doing football things for a career now. Um, yeah. But that was the reality of the Ravens last year, and the Ravens still made waves. And so expect the dudes to show up. You know, no Marquise Brown, but um, Mark Andrews is pass catcher number one. And um, they signed Kenyon Drake, but honestly, anybody in that backfield, it kind of operates like the San Francisco 49ers in the sense of interchangeable parts. back there. You know, yeah, put Tyson Williams back there. He'll. They'll take do the around. fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Trains moving on down to H-Town. Indianapolis Colts playing the Houston Texans. Colts are minus seven. 45 and a half is the over-under. Originally, I was like, hey, it's the Colts, baby. It's the Colts picking up where we left off. But actually, if you look back and if they pick up where they left off, it's it's trouble in Indy. There's a lot of hope with the defense. Formerly known as Darius Leonard is still a dog. You got JT RB one first off of every single fantasy draft board in the world this year, and Matty Ice in town with Michael Pittman and and your boy Alec Pierce. I mean, the offense is sick. The defense is stout. There's just something about those Texans. Now they they gave up. I think they got forty burger three times last year, maybe four times last year. But Davis Mills is like a dude. He's an actual dude. When we look at when we look at the rookie quarterbacks, the guys that broke out last year came into the scene. We're talking about like Zach Wilson. We're talking about Trevor Lawrence, which I mean, lots of context down there in Jacksonville. But we're talking about Mac Jones, who was a Pro Bowler. But come on, and Davis Mills just wasn't a first rounder. That's all. He's a competent quarterback. He's got Brandon Cooks. He's got Demon Purse, our fucking favorite draft pick of the year out of Florida. And I don't know, man. They were a covering machine when they weren't giving up 40 points. It's week one. Obviously, the Colts want to make a statement. But if I was going to put money on this, I think I would probably just stick. I'd probably stick Colts money line at minus 325 because I don't know, dude. The Texans make me froggy. Right. No, I mean, I, I'm higher on the Colts than I think you probably are. I think just the level of competence in quarterback play moving from uh, Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan is a huge deal here. And Jonathan Taylor is going to continue being a premier playmaker here. So I'm, I'm hitting the the Colts on this. They're part of my Sunday slate parlay um, as teams that I totally expect to walk into a one and no record this year. You like them covering seven too. Yeah. It's, a, like two, it's a two score victory convincing Absolutely. the Colts are back. Okay. Yeah. Too, okay. Too, many rookies, too, many, too many rookies playing too many meaningful snaps on that Houston team. I'm, I'm excited for the rebuild, but uh Colts will put them in their place okay well we'll leave that one on the we'll leave that one on the table for further discussion arguably the best game on the the 11 o'clock here in Denver noon one wherever the hell you live all zero of you um the Steelers at the Bengals is gonna be there's a lot to pay attention to here the Bengals are was it a flash in the pan can they just return to glory here? I mean, you got Joe Mixon still, in, like, mixing in. You got Jamar Chase, arguably the best in the biz. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and, of course, Joe Shiesty. The offense is nice. The offensive line is nice. And they're – I mean, they're the reigning AFC champs, right? This is who we are. So you love the Bengals. You love the Bengals at home. But the Steelers are still the Steelers. T.J. Watt is still the best defensive player on the face of the earth. 
And, I mean, actually, I, I shouted out Damian Pierce. George Pickens, of course, is my favorite pick from the draft. But that quarterback situation, you know, looks like looks like Kenny's getting the start. And I just – I don't know. I feel like this is a classic AFC North matchup to kick off the season in Cincy. I believe Mitch is starting. Mitch is starting. Yeah, so – I'm I'm taking Cincinnati. Cincinnati is an easy win here. They're part of seven parlay as well. Yeah, Not too like much analysis here. Just expect the the better guys to win for sure. No concerns whatsoever. I mean, the Steelers are a playoff team somehow with Ben Roethlisberger. The Steelers are still a playoff team, and it's division game. I just I don't know. AFC North competition is always something else to me. It'll be a tough game, but I mean, the Bengals. They, they, How they, tough they, is it? Seven points tough? Nah, no nah. shot. Two scores no again. Shot. Too much change in the Steelers. Too much. Too much difference. Differences going on this year, whereas the Bengals have a lot more continuity. And if it's not continuous, um, it's improvement. You know, Lyle Collins is going to mix it up there with the offensive line. So, all right, Bengals cook by it, seven at least. Cook us up with with your business here. The Eagles visiting the Lions. Eagles yeah. five and a half point favorites. Forty eight and a half is actually a shit ton of points. So yeah, when, when the Lions are on the field. No, yeah, I would I would definitely take the ender here, but I expect the Eagles to coast to an eight-point victory. Um, Devontae Smith is not going to get the wide receiver one treatment that A.J. Brown will. And so uh, for those of you playing at home, if you've got Devontae Smith, play him with confidence as if he is still the wide receiver one. Um, I expect him to absolutely eat where A.J. Brown may not be covered by um, some of the better defensive backs on that Lions team. In any case, you know, we saw a lot of what they've got going on in hard knocks. We know a lot of where the opportunities lie. Um, the Eagles are just stout, man. They've had a great offseason. Very excited for them this year. Um, and starting up with a team like the Lions, um, you know, Lions are hungry, so it's certainly not going to be easy. It's not an easy victory, but I do think that the improvements that the Eagles made are going to be too much for the Lions to overcome uh, as they begin to, to, to craft their new identity. Because when you're a team like the Lions, no matter how consistent Jared Goff may be, um, you're definitely trying new things every year, trying to do different things and approach the game in a different way because wasn't successful last year. So expect the Eagles again. Continuity is going to be huge in week one. And so the, the folks that have less moving pieces, you can expect more of the same from them. Um, the Eagles have a lot of moving pieces. But again, those moving pieces are typically uh, in the form of improvements. Same quarterback, same type of running back group, a lot of the same pass catchers except for A.J. Brown um, and a whole lot of new faces that should help that defensive front. So. Eagles by eight at least. Um, they're part of and they sleep partly as well. How many points are uh, how many points are the Eagles giving up today? Eagles are giving up. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking twenty three. Really? Twenty three, yeah, twenty three thirty one. Is that the over? That would be well over the over. Yeah. Well, let's go the over then. All right, shit. Yeah. Well. No. The Eagles, I mean, they're, they're, there's not as much. I, just, I don't, I don't see Detroit coming out and scoring 23 points today. Well, yeah, you, I think, I think you're, you're, you're discounting a lot of the skill that DJ Chark brings to the table. DeAndre Swift, a kid, you know, born and raised in Philly, actually, um, dynamic threat, and, and Jared Goff competency. You know, I'm not scared of Jared Goff, but I'm also not going to let you know Jared Goff eat for free. You know, he's gonna, I'm gonna make Jared Goff beat me, but Jared Goff's a quarterback that played in the Super Bowl. You know, here's. There's there's a ceil there's a floor there and there's certainly a ceiling that we know uh, isn't too high but I think Jared Goff is is something that somebody that can at least read a defense and make something happen occasionally in this game today play the game yeah all right well hey I I'm gonna say let's ink minus five and a half 
I don't I don't like talking about the points here. That's that's kind of freaky. Yeah. Niners Bears. Big weather. Niners, weather game to, to start the year on that dog shit turf that they have in Soldier Field. We got yes. a couple of running quarterbacks trying to earn their earn their keep. We got we got some Early physicality from the Niners. They are six and a half point favorites, and the over under is set at thirty eight. So when you are going off right now about experience and competency, are the Niners kept Jimmy Garoppolo? Okay. Are they fucking even in on Trey Lance? Obviously, yeah. you, you spend the draft pick on him. You do the whole thing. Like, you know, obviously, I, I take everything back to Kansas City, right? Chiefs draft Patrick Mahomes on the heels of four straight division titles or, or three straight division titles from Alex Smith. And it's like, oh, it's a luxury at that point, right? Because you know Alex Smith isn't the guy, but you're still getting the job done. Jimmy Garoppolo took the Niners to the fucking Super Bowl. Two years ago, yeah. Well, three Super Bowls ago, two years ago, and he's still there. So, like, I don't know, man. This is this is a huge moment for a young kid, and in a shitty weather, we're going to be running the ball a ton. There will be plenty of designs for him, but it's going to be a big Elijah Mitchell day. You can rest assured on that. And if anybody else, honestly, like I. I would expect a kind of a disappointment spot from Debo Samuel here just because the way that it is, there's, we might see some ugly footballs from Trey Lance. And then you you turn the page over to Chicago, and I've got zero faith in Justin Fields. Bears fans, feel for you. I hope that Ryan Poles can write that shit, but I do not think that the time is quite here yet. So I will say, I will say that, I like the Niners a lot, uh, but I don't really, I don't really have any passionate feelings about this game. Yeah, I mean the weather's key here. So what what you're gonna have is two developing quarterbacks, um, Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean that's just at the end of the day, the Niners know that they can get there with him. So he is, you know, probably the most valuable uh, backup quarterback in the game today. Um, coming from an Eagles fan, you can't have, you know, too much security at the quarterback spot. And so um, by no means do I think that they got what they wanted in the market for Jimmy Garoppolo. And that's why Garoppolo gonna, is going to stay a Niner. And if Trey Lance fails, then Trey Lance fails. But they know what they're getting out of Jimmy Garoppolo. And that's typically what you want safety wise, safety net wise in a, in a backup quarterback. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is a threat. I think they've made it clear. Um, that Trey Lance is their guy, just as much as the Bears have made it clear that Justin Fields is their guy. But in any case, um, not the game to develop your passers when the weather yeah. is the way that it is. And so, yeah, expect a big day out of Elijah Mitchell, um, some of the other Niners running backs as well, because I'm sure they'll all be involved. Um, and then same for the Bears. But in any way, it's going to be a an old school matchup here and, and two teams that I think um, you know, every game is going to matter for both of these two teams. And so it's going to be a hard-nosed, ugly uh, classic football game here. I'm I'm taking the Niners uh, here, but it, it, you know I I do think that it's going to be a good game. It'll be good to see what type of tape Fields and Lance can put on uh, for year two. See, this feels like a a seventeen fourteen kind of game. I think that yeah. the thirty eight points is an absolute teaser from Vegas, and I think if I was going to put money, if we were going to bleed this one in, it's the under because I just think it's a dud. I really do. I think, I mean, say what you will about this is the guy, that's the guy. This is experimental phase 
step one of one. I mean, they both played last year, right? And Justin Fields' situation was dog shit with Nagy there. And and Trey Lance was just a here and there, flash in the pan. Maybe he's cool. We need him now. Jimmy's hurt, whatever. Now's like go time. And, I mean, just going back again to what you said about the continuity and, and the competency at the quarterback position, none of that exists right now. Right. In, in, in any case. So, if anything, I'm hitting under 38 points here. Let's move it on to the biggest grudge match of the day. The Browns at the Panthers. The Baker-Mayfield revenge game and the Browns identity game for the next to see what the next 11 weeks look like, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Panthers are favored by one point simply because they're at home. This is two abysmal situations uh, at the moment. Over under 42, you can get the Panthers on the money line at minus 115. So, I mean, you're you're looking at pretty decent money here. But with no Deshaun Watson, I think you've got to lean pretty heavy Panthers. But, again, this is one that I just don't really fucking love and I would rather not touch. I, I'm taking the Panthers easy. I mean, I've even considered adding them to our parlay here. I think uh, a motivated Baker, especially coming off of a wild college football Saturday, uh, is a dangerous thing to play with. I uh, don't respect a lot of what the Browns have done this offseason. Uh, hard to. And so um, with that being said, you know, they're not going to they're not going to have their millions, millions and millions of dollar quarterback out there. And so it's Jacoby Brissett versus Baker Mayfield. Get your jokes off um, for the quarterback play here. Uh, but in any case, you know, I think that, you know, in the in the Panthers, uh, say what you want to say about Matt Rule, but the Panthers have some of the most incredible defensive playmakers in the game. A uh, good collection of cornerbacks, very athletic safeties, um, just a very athletic team all around. You know, Brian Burns is going to come off the edge and I'm not going to pretend like, you know, Miles Garrett's not a thing. But overall, I think uh, nobody's played that Cleveland defense uh, as much as Baker has in practice and, and, and knows what he knows. And so um, one point, sure, I'm, you know, give it to him, but I'm taking the Panthers here. Uh, would be blown away if the Browns got this one. How do you feel about 42 for a total? Yeah, I'm hammering the over, baby. It's in the name. Okay. Over. Okay. Yeah. Expect, okay. These, expect bad manner. I mean, I mean, it could be they could be up by 14. Expect Baker to be airing this thing out. And we're and we're still talking about we're still talking about a Nick Chubb Kareem Hunt duo. Oh, these are two of the best. These are two health. of the yeah. best fantasy backfields in the in the league too. So you can't you can't you know we'll see what we what we see from Chubb Kareem Hunt and uh, Christian McCaffrey. So should be good. Should be a good game. I'll definitely be tuning in, but I'm taking the Panthers without a doubt. Yeah, I fucking love that, actually. Yeah. Over 42, lay it down. Okay, okay. Over, take the Panthers. Let's take it to Atlanta, where the Saints are visiting, and the new captain, Tyran Matthew, is donning a Deion, a Deion Sanders primetime Falcon shirt in warm-ups. So we're, yeah. we're paying some respects out there. And uh, we got the Saints minus five and a half with Jameis at the helm, Wait, 43 and a half points. We got our first comment over under hamstring injuries for Christian McCaffrey. Hey, I thought we were going to get this with the Miles Sanders uh, when we touched on Miles Sanders, but I'm actually thinking Christian McCaffrey escapes this game with He makes it through one? Under one. Uh, it's too soon man it's let the yeah. let the let the fantasy drafters enjoy at least a fucking week before we drop we'll this shit but anyways <laughs> back to the falcons and, and the saints this is going to be a great matchup you know this is a great couple of teams to match up here and you know interesting to see how 
these offenses look. I'm, that's a lot I'm to be thinking. seen here is the yeah, thing. Yeah. And, and inversely to the Bears and the Niners, I fucking love the fact that we're talking about a Drake London, Kyle Pitts stack with Marcus Mariota under center. And in New Orleans, Chris Olave, Mike Thomas, is he's not playing, is he? That actually is he a is. hamstring, isn't it? No, he is. He is playing? He's in. Okay, so we'll see shades of – I mean, we'll get a taste for what that's actually going to look like this year. Uh, but I, I love, I, I love this matchup, yeah. and I think that it's, I think that it's still going to be a growing pain for the Falcons here. And I would take the Saints on the money line if we were going to mix it in, just because I think that this can be a competitive game because there's enough, there's enough here. You know, Cordero Patterson has to do it again, and I don't know if that's entirely feasible. Tyler Algier is out, so it will be Cordero Patterson today. But Marcus Mariota. This is the first time since 2018 that he's had a full-time starting opportunity. Yeah. He was behind, he was behind Carr in Vegas. So, I mean, point is, he's got a lot to prove. He's got some fun weapons to play with. That's still a dog shit defense, so they're going to give up points to a lot of weapons that Jameis has to play with. If we were going to do anything, I would I would probably just be taking the Saints straight up, stay away from the points. Because I don't love the Falcons to cover with how bad that defense is coming off of last year, but we will still see, I suppose. Um, I think in general, probably staying off for the for the the big six legger. But we're taking on to a another division matchup. Hey, where, I, I, I oh. want to I want to include. Hey, I I think the Falcons are hammering today. I'm gonna take the Falcons today. Is the really? Yeah, I'm taking the Falcons today. You're on the Marcus Mariota train. Yeah, simply because I'm, this is my hot take of the day. Marcus Mariota greater than Jameis Winston. Um, really? Yeah, I think I think I think we're going to see that today. Um, I like the big targets. Drake London's active. Kyle Pitts is in the mix. Um, you know, worth mentioning that Chauncey Gardner Johnson, one of the leaders of that defense, is gone. So Tyron Matthews huge for that defense. But um, you know, in the middle of training camp, you you, you trade away a, a pretty significant defensive playmaker on that side of the ball in the Saints. Um, this has nothing to do with the fact that the Eagles have the Saints first round pick this year. Um, <laughs> but I do think that the Falcons, uh, I'm very interested to see what Arthur Smith does and how he deploys his running backs. You know, Cordero Patterson, that's a that's a top 15 dude in fantasy overall uh, last year. So His ADP tanked this year for no fucking reason too. <laughs> right, and now we've got an inactive, you know, Tyler Algier. I think you, you, you fire up Cordero Patterson and Cordero we trust. Uh, you fire him up for your fantasy lineups, and let's hope for a Falcons win. Rise up, baby. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Hey, I won't. I won't hate on you. I just disagree on the quarterback comment yeah. because we'll, we'll I see. think we'll I think that a year of Sean Payton and sitting behind Drew Brees is going to bring a brand new fucking Jameis Winston to the to the spotlight today. And if we get like as long as he's not fucking crazy, that last year that he was with the Bucks, it was he was in the thirty thirty club, thirty right. tuds and thirty picks. Shut the fuck up. Like no. <laughs> that can't happen here, and there's no way that a kid that just spent like the the coming of age season basically on the bench behind a Hall of Fame quarterback and under the 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 rule of a Hall of Fame coach, I think that we get a brand new look, a, a controlled, disciplined Jameis Winston, and I think that he's going to be able to maximize guys like Chris Olave and whatever kind of Mike Thomas we have, and Alvin Kamara is there to just keep pounding and and keep the mix balanced. Our first major disagreement airs. Yeah. Week one. It's all right. 
That's all right. Well, if we're if we're on different pages, we totally are scratching that from the parlay. Uh, Pats, Finns. Finns, three-point favorites at home, 46 points. There's some stuff to unpack here, and we'll make it brief. Brand new fucking team in Miami. All new. Shiny. They are the Ferrari of the AFC not after this offseason. Not, not, not in. It's a Ferrari with flat tires, dude. Yeah. I'm all the way out. I love the Pats with the points. Plus three is plus 100 odds. And it's they, they run away with this game. Yeah, no, this is another one of those continuity things. You had Mac Jones, who right behind Davis Mills was probably one of the better rookie quarterback performers. Patriots didn't even – Patriots deployed the Dak Prescott rookie year offense, basically, where they're leaning on the, the running backs. Instead of Zeke, you got Pounders and Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, and they just want Mac you know, Jones to not make mistakes. Yeah. So with that being said, I think that's going to be the winning formula here against the Dolphins. Um, the more and more we hear McDaniel talk, the more and more I'm like, I don't know if this guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. I hate um, it, dude. You saw you saw that thing. You saw that I sent you that that clip where yeah, he was like, so, Tua throws the most accurate ball I've ever seen. And there's a lot of like, eyewash going on here. Oh, and so man. To me, I think I think some slice of humble pie is gonna be here. Congrats, Tyreek, for securing the bag. Um Enjoy Tua is your quarterback at the end of the day. In, in, in the matchup of Bama quarterbacks, I'm going Mac Jones and the much more stable uh, Patriots front. Yeah, yeah. The only uh, Tyreek won Super Bowl LIV down in Miami. The only thing that he'll be seeing with those three letters in Miami for the next however many fucking years he signed is the nightclub. So enjoy the bag. Enjoy the bag. The uh, reality for the Finns is going to sink in early on here and it's happening today and i mean it's as far as i'm concerned afc east is bills pats plenty of space dolphins jets yeah that's just it fact of the matter um most important thing to note as a, a fantasy owner i think in this game is getting a taste for the balance between damian harris and Ramondre stevenson um, I think that, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot in the airwaves right now about how Ramondre is actually the guy. But Damian Harris is getting the start. He's RB1. He's coming in. He is the guy. And I, I think that they really do deploy a Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt type of, you know, actual balance here, a carousel. But it's that's something to pay attention to, because whether somebody was an idiot and lets one of those two slip in the draft, if they're on the waiver wire, pick up either one of them. But if you have that stack or something, pay attention closely today and then create some space tomorrow on your bench. We've got from Arrowhead Chief Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Over under week five by the time Tyreek turns on Tua. Hmm. I mean, dude, so I, there's this – I don't want to get too into the weeds right here, but like Tyreek Hill, you didn't hear a word out of that kid when he was in Kansas City. And I think that's got a lot to do with the organization, right? The 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 Hunt family at the helm and Andy Reid and, and Brett Veach, and they all said, hey, look. And, I mean, it was John Dorsey that took the shot on, on Tyree Kill, but they all sit down and they say, hey, look, kid, you're the fucking man. We love you. We love it when you're down there. We love it when Pat just lets it rip to you. But catch the ball and go to the locker room and go home. And that's it. And he, got to, he goes to Miami and it's like, yeah, it's got to be said out here in Miami. I'm Tyreek. Dude, it's too, there's too much going on there for this to be okay. Everybody's got their hand in, in Tua's pocket. Like, you're okay, buddy. 
you're the best there is, rah-rah bullshit. What, what about Mike McDaniels over under week five? He's like, you know what? Fuck this. Actually, those guys were right. We should have got Tom Brady a couple years ago. Like, I mean, I don't know. I hate that whole Miami situation, truly. But so you're just, under. I'm sure. under. I'm under. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. Tangent yeah. over. Moving on. Commanders for our, our, our last morning game. Yeah. Commanders minus three over under 43 points. I'm hammering jacks. Yes, all day, baby. Let's put it in. We need we need a dog, and I fucking love the Jaguars here. I think that I mean I was just talking shit about that crop of quarter or that quarterback class. Trevor Lawrence has a chance to come out and be a Pro Bowler this year. What if what if Christian Kirk money pays off? We spent the entire offseason destroying Tony Khan and all the guys down in Jacksonville for the decisions that they made with their money. But holy shit, man, Tristan Morris is down there. Christian Kirk could be the dude. You still got LaBisca Chenault, who you are a huge fan uh, of. He's a Panther, and he's inactive today. Oh, they did. They moved yeah. on. What he's is that receiver core? But it's Christian, Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. They've got um, – Let me get a depth chart. That's the so, bag. Christian Kirk. Uh, Chark's gone. Yep. LaVisca's gone. So you got Etienne in the backfield. Etienne. Um, here we go. Oh, Marvin Jones, of course. Marvin Jones. That's the guy. I mean, he's always there. I and mean, Zay I, he, motherfucking Jones. Oh, yeah. Zay Jones, the Jones brothers. Yeah. Last year, the Jaguars really stepped up towards the end. I mean, they they single-handedly took the Colts out um, of the playoffs and, and just dumped all over Carson Wentz. And so I see much more of the same in this game. You know, Carson Wentz is with the Commanders. Um, a lot less of a team than the, the Colts were last season. And so I think the Jaguars have a lot of momentum from last year. There's a lot of new faces on that offensive front. Um, Christian Kirk secured the bag, and who knew that, you know, um, LaVisca would be gone. And Marvin Jones, that's right, baby, um, model of consistency. And so uh, they, they get ETN back. People seem to forget about James Robinson. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm imploring you, do not forget about James Robinson should be healthy with uh, his Achilles, which is pretty, um, pretty crazy considering Always sketchy. But look at Cam Akers. Cam Akers output, yeah. but um, overall, big fan of Doug Peterson over here. And I think you know, Trevor Lawrence versus Carson Wentz debate isn't a debate at all. You got to go with the Jags here. Yeah, family ties with old Dougie Fresh. Go get your ice yeah. cream today. Um, all right, time all check. Right. Thirty minutes till kickoff. Let's get these. Yeah, let's whip through these after. Let's get through this afternoon slate quick. Giants at Titans. Giants minus five over under 44. I'm going Titans. Hammering Titans. Okay. Only thing I have to say is Saquon bounce back season. That's it. That's it. If you get a real Saquon and that offensive line is nice, if they can win in the trenches, the Giants will hang. But it's, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot to be seen with the Titans in terms of just the turnover life after AJ Brown and what have you. I mean, Tennessee's better than fucking New York, period. Yeah, and I like the Vrabel defense going up against Daniel Jones. Um, Saquon for sure, but that's a that's a stout defensive front in Tennessee. Yep. Raiders at Chargers. I'm Chargers, go Chargers. Chargers. Chargers minus three and a half, over under 52 and a half. I actually like the under here because I think that talking about reality setting in for a fan base, I think that the Raiders disappointment is going to hit early and often here and 
I mean, I don't know. We'll see what that that gassed up chemistry actually looks like between Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. But that Chargers secondary is nice. The Chargers pass rush is mean. And I think that the Raiders are just going to have their hands full. Chargers coast, as far as I'm concerned. I think this is a two-score game. But I don't think that it's a fucking 54-point ball game. I just yeah, don't. defense is tough, man. That I think, and, and there's so much, there's so much smoke about the AFC West, the AFC West, and I'm, I'm all in on it. I fucking love it. But yeah. I don't, I don't think today. I think it's just classic Chargers greater than Raiders. Simple game, get it done. Start Austin Eckler. Start Justin Herbert. If you got the Raiders, play your Hunter Renfro because JC Jackson's going to be giving Devontae Adams hell. And I mean, there's a this is it's great that this happens today. I love that we just opened up with this. Next week, we get in four fucking days, we get Chiefs at Chargers. And so, I mean, the AFC West stuff is going to get rolling here quick. Whether or not it is what we all thought it was going to be is going to be, you know, on the forefront here. But I, I mean, Chargers absolutely under 52 and a half. Yeah. Chiefs at Cardinals, KC minus six and a half. Over under 54. So now we're talking some points. I really quickly here, and I, I'm kind of just dominated really quick here with the AFC West, but I have one, two quick notes to make about the Chiefs here today. Patrick Mahomes has had four week one starts. He has averaged 295 yards and he has thrown in 2018 four touchdown passes, and then in 19, 20, and 21, he threw three touchdown passes. You can get props on him at 289 yards passing total, and that's like minus 115, and he's at it's, – it's two and a half touchdowns, and that's plus 125. So hammer Patrick Mahomes for three touchdowns. That's free fucking money. History tells us, and I love the Chiefs here. The Cardinals are not as beat up as we thought, but I love the Chiefs here. I love a high-scoring affair, and I also love to see this Chiefs defense make a statement with the youth and cause a couple turnovers. Yeah, I think Marquez Valdez-Scantling gets in the end zone this this Sunday. Okay. Patrick Mahomes came out and said, he was like, sorry, fantasy football owners, it's going to be a new guy every week. Yeah. So MBS this week, baby. I'm I'm gonna hey for this for this matter I will pound the uh, the Sky Moore Rookie of the Year train to get rolling out of the station hot this morning this afternoon. Speaking um, of MVS, Packers Vikings, Packers wow. Vikings, another divisional matchup. Vikings two and a half point favorites, forty six and a half points. I'm not buying. It. I'm hammering the Packers. Um, I think. At the end of the day, Aaron Jones isn't getting as much respect as he deserves. Aaron Rodgers isn't getting as much respect as he deserves as a player. Um, and so I think, you know, at the end of the day, this is a classic case of a, of a media overconfidence in the Vikings. I don't think I don't think that the, the Packers did a lot on their defensive side of the ball. And their defensive side of the, the ball was a nice. big strength last year. I think the Packers set the tone early in that north. Uh, they beat the Vikings. I don't know if it's a two-score game, but I think they beat him pretty handedly um, on a lot of the fronts of football. You know, Dalvin Cook, expect him to get off and do his thing. Expect Justin Jefferson to score a touchdown. Uh, but at the end of the day, the Packers over four quarters of football will be the better team. That defense is on paper looking like an NFC champion. Yeah. And then there just also happens to be a two-time MVP, back-to-back MVP in Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, exactly. Under center. So, I mean, I do Big like that. Big this is a day. 
Yeah. Big Randall Cobb day. Big Sammy Watkins day. I love uh, I love what we have to see from the Vikings here um, just because there is so much new, but I'm with you. I like the pack. Um, last year's Thursday night opener, Bucks at Cowboys, was an absolute showdown. We get it again here. Bucks are two-point favorites on the road. Over under 50, that's another shot at the over. I love that game. I love that on Monday or the first Sunday night of – the year we get to hammer a high score between two high octane offenses. Any particular thoughts here? Yeah, I'm going with the Bucks for sure. Uh, you know, the allegiance is obvious with me, but I really do think that the Bucks are just an incredible uh, team. There's tons of head coaches on that team, even though Todd Bowles is the dude in title. Um, expect the Bucks to pick up right where they left off. They're going to play hard nosed football. Uh, they got a lot of good playmakers. You know, they lose. Uh, Ryan Jensen, but Shaq Mason, they got for pennies. And yeah. so expect, you know, him to just flow with Tom like he has in years past with, with Tom and the Bucks are a better team. The Cowboys, you know, we're not the biggest fan of their off season. And so very interested tonight to see uh, how the Cowboys show up, how this new era, because Amari Cooper was an era. Uh, yeah, itself, absolutely. I believe in, in Cowboys land. So Jerry world, but Bucks, Bucks by I think 10. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, a little bit of Philly bias there, or do we actually mean that? For sure, but I actually mean that. I mean, at the end of the day, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. He should have won MVP last year. True. Statistically, he should have. Yeah. So. Finally, quick I'm notes on – most corny. Yeah, seriously. Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's low five. Broncos country, low five. Donkeys, minus six and a half. Over under 44 and a half, opening up Drew Lock revenge game. No, I don't no, think I so. Think, I think Broncos win by 17. <laughs> it's a big one. It's a doozy. It's ugly in Seattle. Things are just not quite in line yet for them. They, they might as well broadcast this on Nickelodeon with, with Russ and the team. I mean, this, it's, this is, get the slime I out early this year. Russ throwing absolute haymakers, bombs to Cortland Sutton, and I want Sutton landed in a tub of goo. That's what I want to do. Give me the most classic Monday night Nickelodeon broadcast ever because Russ Wilson's slinging the rock for the Denver Broncos. Fuck yeah. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. The Broncos are good. That's a lot of fun. The Broncos are – they're better. They are another AFC West team. I mean, they just got playmakers at every level, you know. Every position has got a a dude, I feel. Yeah, straight up. Straight up. So. The positional groups are deep. Um, in Seattle, though, so let Russ yeah, go. A, a deflated 12th man, but a 12th man nonetheless. Yeah. So typically over the over the year, um, the weekly parlay that comes out on the Sunday slate is a six-legger. We just like to keep it that way. As of right now, took some notes, got this rolling over here. We're looking at Bengals minus seven over the Steelers, Ravens minus six and a half over the Jets, Love that. Love that. Eagles, somebody in Vegas must have tuned in for a second because they got a half point more here. Eagles now minus six. Still love that. Over 42 in Browns Panthers. Pats as the dogs plus three against the Bins. Jags as the dogs plus three against the Commanders. That gets you 46-76 odds. Put five bones down and it's a $240 Sunday. All right, I'll be sending you five in the Venmo here soon. Submitted. Holy shit, you. We did it. 
Every morning quarterback, Spags, the boys, thanks for letting us do this. You'll catch us here. Like I said, lock this shit down, 10 o'clock, put it in your calendar. Is that Mountain Standard Time? Oh, yeah, 10 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. Yeah. Make your adjustments. Adjust, read the defense, y'all. It's been a pleasure. Can't wait for next week. Uh, We'll start talking about Thursdays more often as we develop this wonderful uh, alliance of NFL networks. Um, The best NFL network, you know, number one in your hearts here every morning quarterback where we every morning we try to QB the league as as if we're the GM, the the coach, the quarterback, the running back, whoever has the ball in hand. Uh, We try to know this game pretty well, but who knows? You you let you be the deciding factor. (laughs) 18 minutes till kickoff, y'all. We fucking made it. Have a great Sunday. Crack a beer. Eat some wings. Peace. Peace.